0: Hello, fellow listeners. Welcome to my screen porch on a frosted, snowy, early snow. Actually, it's not even winter yet here in Blairstown, New Jersey. I imagine it's about 20-something degrees, and uh, Sunday was a ice storm and followed with about three inches of fluff. Sadly, though, many, many, many branches are down. In fact, 1,600 people are without power here. And I'm fortunate to not be one of them which is unusual because usually we are in that zone where we get affected by such things so I wanted to take a moment to reflect on beauty beauty of our serenity and life and nature and yet in that beauty can be hardships such as these trees with their branches down I can't help but feel the pain of the trees and then of course the uh, lives impacted by power outages and things so so beauty in the storm interesting thing to think about i'm gonna see if i can uh, shift the mic in a way that you can hear some of the action that occurs when the uh, sun is on the branches that have had ice plus snow there's all this melting that goes on even though the temperatures don't say they should be melting (laughs) so we hear All sorts of falling balls of ice coming down. I actually took a jaunt in the yard with some cross-country skis I call my rock skis and uh, I did not venture into the woods in anticipation that a branch could come down on me. Hear that? I wish I could share the beauty, but invite you to take a peek on my Instagram account, which is Mary Elaine Stone. I will post a few pictures there and perhaps, just perhaps, there'll be a column written in the context of catching up on my gardening, which I did in the ice storm on Sunday. My fall cleanup. Hey, it's still fall. I thought I would share something special, because maybe you've been hearing this as I sit on my screen porch, this amazing sound from the brook, which is more than a brook in my mind. It's probably about, oh, I don't know, 20 feet wide, and during storm events, it can be really, really, really racing like a river. So it's a good thing my house sits up high. So I'm walking through the bits of snow that is left down to the brook. Do you hear it? Gently down the stream. Ah, it's so beautiful. And by the brook are two Adirondack chairs that I have positioned. It is true, I rarely sit down here, but when I garden, I just, I don't know, I enjoy the chairs because they greet me as I go over the bridge that leads to the property and uh, it's something very inviting about having Adirondack chairs but I should take more time to sit down here now that I am down here with you. But yesterday when I was doing my outdoor roadkill, (laughs) my outdoor roadkill decorating, I have a wreath which is a, a wreath I did buy assembled made out of spruce I guess. I think it's fur actually. I Used cuttings from my holly and pine cones from the library and a bits of cedar branches from the road and created a wreath that is now attached to the chair, one of the two chairs that sits down here and on my chairs are three stones and uh, why this is is last year I did not get up to the family plot where my mom and dad are resting and uh, my brother Bill is actually down in Florida and his resting spot so they represent the three family stones that are no longer on this side and I encourage you to do whatever you wish to do in memory of your loved ones it's it's comforting anyway I thought I would share that story and I look forward to you sharing some of yours please do reach out to me you can get on to the guard dilemmas website and find a link to reach me as well as my Facebook page and Instagram, Mary Elaine Stone. Water can be so soothing. Good morning, fellow listeners. It is a uh, very foggy day here in Blairstown. I'm looking out at the uh, veranda. (laughs) Veranda. Out from the screen porch and we just came back from a road walk with our umbrella at hand. So our snow has officially almost melted. I won't say completely melted. Yesterday was still a frozen tundra with that super hard pack iced up stuff that Ellie loves to roll in. I can always tell when things are melting because she doesn't drop and roll as often as when it's hard and crusty. So I think she's opting to stay inside the soggy dog, and there's nothing like the dog smell, is there? Those of you that have dogs, I actually kind of like it. Anyway, let's get on with our topic. I actually did a um, post-Thanksgiving issue special announcement or greeting to my readers, and uh, it was actually funny because the um, paper had done their official Thanksgiving greeting early, I thought. Um, So I actually missed it, didn't know that was the feature. So the column went like this. I didn't realize until I saw our paper on newsstands last week with its colorful front page greeting that it was the official Happy Thanksgiving issue. Here I thought this column would be the greeting of thankfulness. Can you believe this is column number 388 to you and the press? Time sure has a way of sneaking upon us. The good thing, though, Thanksgiving is about giving thanks. Thanks. And giving thanks is timeless, universal, and a practice for every day. So I thought I would just highlight a few of the column tidbits that I had shared with my readers. Last issue, and that is, Growing up, Mom made a point of being sure Thanksgiving had our full attention, separate from Christmas. A custom I continue. It's not until after Thanksgiving that we start to deck the halls. Unlike in stores, on TV, and online, where holiday promotions begin well ahead of Halloween, even before Christmas arrives, we can grow tired of it. We shouldn't rush things, although there's something to be said about being ahead of the game and planning. Maybe a balance of both, like most things, is what we should achieve. Without, of course, living so much in the future that you lose out on today. Which brings me to a confession. I have yet to do the last fall cleanup of my gardens. It's hard to get to other gardens after tending to my clients' gardens, which makes for a good excuse, don't you think? (laughs) Some of my kind fans on Facebook wrote in that uh, I may not get to my fall cleanup until spring, based on the icy tundra that greeted us after Thanksgiving. But I'll have to confess further that I did get out there during the ice storm the Saturday after Thanksgiving, I have evidence. I took some pictures using my iPhone. Didn't want to ruin my big girl camera with the ice coming down. And I was careful with my iPhone as well. So anyway, I did make a dent in it, but it's not finished by any stretch of the matter. But uh, you know what? It too will get done. It too shall pass. The truth is, I like the look of seed heads and some of the dry foliage through winter. Ornamental grasses, for example, are splendid dry. And coneflowers, Echinacea, and black-eyed Susan, Rebecca, have cute little seed heads. When frosted with snow, they become charming pom-poms in the garden. Estilbe is another favorite left standing. Its feather-like plumes look as beautiful dry as they do in bloom. If they're plants you don't wish for volunteers, it's true, Rebecca has a nickname of Rude Becky for a reason. (laughs) Then toss seed heads where feathered friends can have a feast or gather and share them with your two-footed friends. As you go about tidying up the garden, and I will, I promise, take note of plants to divide or move and garden areas to enhance come spring. Apply wilt-proof or other anti-transparent on evergreens, especially broadleaf ones like rhododendrons and boxwood, to prevent damage from winter winds. What that means is, is during the cold winter winds, plants do dehydrate and so wilt-proof or there are other brands, but I like the Wilt-Proof one because it's made of a natural pine oil instead of a synthetic, which I think is better for our plants and the environment. Anyway, that does help the plants from getting dried out. After cutting back perennials that I prefer neaten for winter, I'll top dress the gardens with a few inches of leaf mold so the nutritional boost can permeate the soil over winter. And it'll serve as a mulch to prevent weeds come spring. See that? I can be ahead of the game. Smile face. (laughs) Here's to giving thanks and sharing with others to help make the world a more beautiful place. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com Stay tuned for part two, where we will talk about decorating with roadkill. No kidding. We'll talk about that. Hope I piqued your interest. So speaking of saving seeds or passing along seeds to friends. I have a client who was kind enough to share blackberry lily seeds, which I had never heard of this plant, and I actually did write about it on GardenDilemmas.com. I'm not going to uh, chat with you much about that column, but I hope you plug into the website and read about this unusual plant, which is not a lily at all. So the column I did want to share with you is a recent one. In fact, I just submitted it to the paper, so By the time you're listening to this, it will have already been published and there are going to be pictures on the website that you can enjoy. Hello, fellow readers. Old Man Winter sure arrived early with an ice storm followed by snow the weekend after Thanksgiving. The morning after, the trees glistened in the sunshine as if they were glass. Below, the sun cast long shadows of trees on the pristine frosting of white. Sadly, there were many downed trees and branches wreaking havoc, many folks without power for several days. It's thought-provoking how the world can be so beautiful and at the same time be challenging to maneuver through. Perhaps such events allow us to take note of the gifts of convenience we have day to day. By the way, the trees were glorious. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen them so beautiful covered with the ice that they were covered with, but my goodness, what a big mess along the roads for sure, and frankly, all around the yard, I must say. Between the storm and shortened time between holidays, mom's embedded belief not to overshadow Thanksgiving with Christmas preparations backfired a bit. Branches were weighed down, so adding sparkling outdoor lights wasn't possible until after things thawed. The good news is the storm made for plenty of easing pickings of evergreen branches during walks with Miss Ellie, which recalls a column written a handful years ago called Winter Decorating with Roadkill. <laughs> that means fallen leave behinds along the road. As I said last time, I would never cut branches as I'm walking, although I have to say there's some beauties. <laughs> anyway... White pine mixed with spruce, cedar, or hemlock branches serves as a perfect layer for pots or window boxes. Topped with berry-laden holly and other finds from your garden, such as dry to hydrangea flowers, ornamental grass plumes, pine cones, and anything else that tickles your fancy makes for a beautiful seasonal display. I looked upon the landscape and saw beauty, though I felt the pain of the trees. A little side note here, I must say, that morning of the uh, afterstorm punch number two, that was again ice one day, snow the next. I looked out on the yard, I was taking a bunch of pictures, I was on my cross-country skis, and Kurt just said, all I see is work. (laughs) He didn't see the beauty, but I sure did. But I also felt the pain of the trees, that's for sure. Our woodland was forever changed by three back-to-back nor'easters two years ago that toppled several old hemlocks. One was over 200 years old. Fallen branches from the post-T-Day storm added new litter on top of the massive trunks. It's the cycle of nature, I remind myself, to soothe the sadness. They drop their branches to decay into the dear earth to create nutrition for the next generation of growth. After the storm, the ice and snow-encrusted branches were bowing down to the ground. As the temperatures rose, they began to become free of the ice and snow and popped back into position as if to say, I'm fine, I'm resilient. A week after the storm, with some snow still on the trees, we adorned white lights on the cherished umbrella pine, lights we'll enjoy throughout the winter. There can be beauty beyond the sadness of change and loss, and there is beauty in gathering the fallen branches and bits and pieces left by nature, To create decorations that deck the halls and jolly our hearts wishing you a glorious holiday season whatever you choose to celebrate and i hope you celebrate every day the beauty of the world around us if i may take a pause here and thank you for your kind listening and ask a favor if you wouldn't mind To subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already, which you can do on your favorite mobile apps as well as on the online version, and also if you could share the podcast with others so that more folks can become part of our community. Thank you so much. I so appreciate it. On to the rest of our story. Of course, I must share the column I wrote called winter decorating with (laughs) roadkill. There's a picture of me walking down the road with this enormous, I shouldn't say enormous, a large white pine branch that I pilfered that you can see on my Garden Dilemmas website. But the column starts out like this. Busted! My buddy Paulette from Blairstown caught me picking up the roadkill the other day. My philosophy is if you can't find all the things you need in your digs, there's nothing wrong with a little roadside cleanup. Roadkill is Paulette's witty description of wintry finds, such as the white pine branches she caught me carrying down the road. She went on to share another spot where she snagged down branches. Glad to know I'm not the only one, but please, no pilfering on others' properties without permission. That's a tongue twister, isn't it? (laughs) No pilfering on others' properties without permission. There you go. It's fun to add a festive wintry touch to your window boxes and outdoor pots, which will carry you through to spring. They are one of my favorite potted gardens to prepare. It reminds me of going on a scavenger hunt as a kid. Plus, the plant material is free. Adding greenery to your inside holiday decor is lovely too. I go on to talk about using spruce and pine branches and such for the perfect first layer. And uh, if you have wire boxes like mine, you can use ornamental grass cut from the garden or the loose moss on rocks to create a nest on which to nestle the branches. While not the optimum time for pruning, I save part of the task to use berry-laden holly as my next layer. Harvest and arrange other finds such as dry hydrangea flowers, butterfly bush branches with intense new growth that look like starbursts, clippings from other plants with berries and anything else that tickles your fancy. Hydrangea flowers were scarce this year due to last winter's one two punch. So pine cones are also a stylish choice. I have to smile this column was written in 2014. That's right, 2014. And this year we had no hydrangea flowers. In fact, many people suffered the same result and I thought because my mine that I have which were here prior to owning the home Um, bloom on old wood. And uh, with deer brows and such, that can impact a season of blooms. But many of my clients had Endless Summer, which is a variety that blooms on new wood that didn't bloom. So I blame it on the um, heavy amount of rains that we had two seasons, two growing seasons, side by side. They say that that had an impact on blooming. So this year I did pilfer, (laughs) this is funny, I pilfered pine cones from the library. There was a white pine there that had dropped many pine cones on the parking area. So hey, you know what? I helped clean them up and they are now in my window boxes this year. Or if you wish to add some glam, there are nifty outdoor ornaments you can use that look like shiny glass Christmas tree balls from way back when. Pretty. (laughs) And there's a picture on my website. Getting back to roadside finds. Yesterday, Ellie kept sniffing my branches as we walked home, and it occurred to me perhaps some other canine had marked them as his own. Note to self, roadkill may be best as outside decorations only. Garden Dilemmas? MaryStone.com. Thanks for listening. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com. And on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.